Is this because of the duck thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh. Oh. I've not taken this hoodie off in a month and a half. And then when you're done, you feel the most shamed ever. There we go. Always professional. What the, the story fuck is even classic, happening? Classic sort of story. It came out to high critical acclaim. And it's Pokemon Snap. If you're pressed to tank, it goes <laughs> Like, what buddy. is going buddy. on? I was on, I was on edibles. <laughs> Not a pornography. This is a podcast. Uh, and you got the name wrong again. I, I like your duck shirt. Thanks. It's a duck. Welcome to another episode of Two Dads and a Podcast. The podcast. Yes. Yes, it is. Ooh, that's where we cast pods into. Yes. Yep. Yep. We just throw tide pods down the road. And we come to our final landing of. I, I guess talk porch. Yeah, you got it. All right. I made it. I'm there. Proud See, of I'm you. quick. I'm, Proud I'm quick you. as a knife. So this week we are starting a Sharp new a segment. <laughs> two dads dive deep or two 3D, if you will. Two dads get up in the crevice of trading card games. Yeah, we're delving into the history we and influence of collectible card games, back trading in card time, games. Children and in all the way back the year 1990. No, 90? What the? What? No. Well, that's when card collectible card games really started to take off, okay? No, you it know? was 1993 with Wizards of the Coast introducing right. Magic the Gathering. But that company was working on stuff around 1990. But they didn't they just, release it until 93. I know, I know. But this is back when, when, this, is, when this is when the brains are like, the brain trust is stewing and getting stuff worked on. But Magic the Gathering is the first, the original. The original. And, it really, and, and since then, there have been over 300, like almost 400 different bajillion. trading card games. And in each one of them have like widely varying rule sets. Like it amazes me how much variety you actually have in that which is, that number. Which is good. It is then good. Because you, you, be, you don't have like, just copy pastes over and over yeah. and over again. But which so would like, get boring. Card, card games isn't a new concept and collecting cards isn't a new concept since like the ninth century civilizations have had card games every civilization has had different varying types of card games blah blah and then you get into like collecting cards which started with sports athletes baseball cards and oh, even yeah. some baseball of the first... cards were big for a long time yeah and then you have like stratomatic which is some of the first it kind of was like a D D trading card sort of mix game back in the early 40s even before anybody else is doing these things before nerds are doing this mm -hmm. and then you get the blend of dungeons and dragons and, and the um which actually uh, on a little tangent for the first time wizards of the coast who does D D and magic now, the gathering yeah. they're actually blending the two they're coming out with a new set soon um, i'm excited right about that. right and but that's and not so where we're starting our series wizards of the coast took over D D in 1997 and and shortly after around the same time actually they are producing what we're talking about today the pokemon trading card game pocket monsters easily, if you will easily yes. the most successful most popular of the trading card games that oh, have yeah ever been released i mean magic is really close magic has some bigger it, tournaments and right, it has a bigger magic presence a, but very pokemon is more widespread it's popular amongst hardcore fans of DD &D and trading cards i don't say it would be popular to the entire world pokemon was 
fucking bananas. Oh yeah, across the world. Originally like, released just, in uh, what was it, 1996 in Japan. Yeah, and everything came out in 96, yeah. and it started with the video game early 96, and then the anime and the card game And then Red 96. and Green came out later, and then 1998 is when North America received all of those things as well, <laughs> you know? In September, you had the video games Pokemon Red and Blue, and then in December, you had the release of the trading card game, and from there, it just... It took off like a rocket, which is crazy, too, because the original base set only had 102 cards in it. I remember buying, uh, well, starting with video games, obviously, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just waiting, knowing the cards were coming. Oh, yeah. Well, and and I remember, like, standing outside of the local card shop. I think it was called, like, Darts USA. Yeah, right there off Main Street in Whitehall. It used to be... And we would wait outside for them to release the new sets. And it, it, it was so much fun. And, you know, trying to get one over on kids in the in the lunchroom. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, I'll give you these three cards for your one. <laughs> I mean, it was the first time, like, you if you had Pokemon cards and were a nerd, you were super cool. Like, yeah. it was that's never happened before. What? So, and, and like, you know, you go to Toys R Us for big promotional shit. Yeah, eventually they start their own leagues and then they start their own. You have gym masters of mm-hmm. different areas. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It's really well organized. They too, gave even out on cards a national level in the during like movie releases. They gave special cards and stuff out too. And, and, you know, and it's crazy to think that it originally started with that 102, which only featured Pokemon from the original 150. So the first generation. And now there's over 9000 cards. In the English sets, which is actually like over 2000 cards more than the Japanese sets because the English has like non-foil duplicates of different rares. And so we got the better set. Yeah, (laughs) a lot more variety, a lot more. And, you know, obviously the Pokemon card game now is owned all rights by the Pokemon company. But at the time, 2003, I think, is when that uh, when that shifted over, they switched from Wizards of the Coast to the Pokemon company. And I'm sure they were extremely uh, thankful to Wizard of the Coast and just gave them a bunch of money for the rights back and all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) At least you would hope, because man, it's the, the fact that honestly, the fact that Magic and Pokemon are still active and they still have active communities and they're getting bigger and yeah. bigger yeah. you know there and was that's, just that's a really tournament for Pokemon. magic ma- magic is always it's it's just had this passionate fan base but pokemon oh, yeah. is always popular it, always. it keeps getting the next generation keeps I getting mean, wrapped into it you know I, I i still buy like every new pokemon game so i'm, I'm part yeah, of that me too <laughs> so i still collect pokemon cards we go a couple times a year and buy some new packs we don't we don't we're hardcore we're not looking to play we just every now and then it's just fun to open up a new fucking pack man crack a pack open and play if i didn't play magic i would collect pokemon cards for sure (laughs) for sure so i remember playing the game and we both just really started playing it more again recently yeah yeah yeah. we loaded it up they have they it is it's it's only different because of the how much stronger and how much more you can do with the cards you know, if you, if yeah, you go back definitely. and you take some of these old cards, you know, you had to have four energy attached 
and it dealt 100 damage, but you had to discard two energy. And right. when and, and and that was devastating back when it first came out because man, 100 HP on one of your Pokemon that was huge. Well, that, and if you drew all your cards, you lost. Yeah. But- you had to keep drawing cards or find a way to get your discard pile involved. And mm-hmm. it, it it was complicated. I'm not going to say it was. <laughs> and, and it's a dumbed down version of, of Magic. So it's not even that complicated. I'm no, just, un- as a nine or 10 year old, yeah. you're learning this shit. <laughs> learning you know? it, of course, of course. And that's what I like about Pokemon as well is it it's so inclusive. You can get into some really crazy strategies, but you can also pick up a couple starter decks and your five-year-old could play with you. You know, it's not as complicated as pretty much any of the other trading card games. And it, that's why it was so popular as well. It was just so well received everywhere because everybody could play it. Yeah. And you know, back then I wasn't a good collector. Um, (laughs) I, I don't know. I was much more into just enjoying the game. You know, I I didn't Mm -hmm. view it as a collecting thing back then. I just loved to play. But nowadays, collecting it can be worth some money, man. Well, 100%. There's some crazy valuable cards out there. It's where to be, obviously. Everybody knows that. Yeah, that first edition Shadowless Charizard. And it was specifically the Shadowless, which is... It was just a weird misprint. It didn't have shadow on one side of the border, and that was it. And it skyrocketed the value. I think the the most recent one that sold sold for over three hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's just really cool to go back and look through the foils and stuff. And that Charizard is such an iconic picture. Like I mean, especially oh, yeah. to my childhood. Just- just, just the the crouched roar that he had, kind wings of side up in the air. He had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that is so iconic to me and, it, and the game and what's in crazy, general. If you compare the the art design of the old cards to now, it was so basic. It was so plain. There was nothing really going yeah. on in the card. Dude, but it's so pictures now. Like the, the pictures are on the full. The whole oh, card is just have crazy to me. The etched foils, and I, I remember oh. there was a, a recent card. Yeah. It was Reshiram and Charizard. It was like a combo card for both of them, and you had like the etched rainbow foil, and it was full That's another art. One. Like, and they have. Con- it they was have, like just multiple Pokemon beautiful. on the same card, like Mew and Mewtwo's and shit like that. And then they um, brought in the one of the fucking... big cards right now in the meta game. Actually, I just watched a big tournament, and one of the cards that was used in more than half of the decks was the Arceus Dialga Palkia. I think it was. It, it was like a three <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah, thank you. Uh, whew, let me wipe my nose here. But it was like all three on one, and it was just so devastatingly strong and powerful. And it was called like a tag team card, and it just blows my mind how much stronger and more detailed the the game is than what it used to yeah. be. I never would. We got to talk about the heart and soul of the game, and that's trainer cards, the the bread and butter. Oh of your yeah. Deck. Well, Be so good deck. let's back it up just a little bit. So you have three different kinds of cards in the Pokemon card game. You have your Pokemon. Right, right. So I, I guess we should break down break down what these cards are yeah, first. Yeah. That so would make Pokemon, a of course, sense. are what you play. So you can play out basic Pokemon to your bench. 
And if it, ev if it has evolutions, you can play one out one per turn. So you can't evolve up to the final evolution in a single turn. So you can play basic cards to your bench and evolve them. And basic doesn't mean it's weak because the, the one card I was just telling you about that Arceus tag team card is a basic card, but there's special rules that go along with them that we're not going to get super in detail here, but you have Pokemon, you have energy. Energy is what allows you to actually attack. And you have your trainer cards, which break down into items, supporters, and stadiums. Right. Now, they didn't have stadium cards when they first released, did they? I don't remember these They may have cards. had one or two in some of the earlier sets. I don't think it was in the base I set. I don't think it was in the base set. But I do remember, like, Brock's Gym and Misty's Gym or something like that in some of the earlier sets. Right, right, right. So basically, so when you're doing a, a deck style, like I was always a fan of anything psychic paired with usually you would choose normal. Back in the day, I like to have another style, but nowadays, like well, the normal, normal Pokemon is just fantastic because you can put it in any deck. Right. And normal, the well, the Pokemon back then were whack, but the normal Pokemon they have now, some of them are really are fucking good. Like that Snorlax, man. <laughs> man. Snorlax, there's one one of the birds, man. It's so hard to keep up. Hero is pretty damn good. And, and he, he was back then in the originals too. But you want to try and pair a normal so that if you have a normal energy, you can play him on, on your psychic Pokemon. So or there are, just like in the Pokemon games, there are 11 types of energy cards in the Pokemon trading card game. Now, they don't correspond with all of the typing, I don't think. I think there's a slight difference with the colorless. It's not called normal. It's called colorless. You are, and yeah. But it's it's kind of the same and same then, uh, idea. Do they? I haven't playing now. I haven't seen. Didn't they had a rainbow energy that could be used on anything? Is that yeah? Still depending, there's special rules today? for it. But yeah, there are rainbow energies that act as anything. So like the energies really break down. So if you have an electric type Pokemon, you need a lightning type energy in order to use some of the attacks. Most attacks have where you can attach any color, so that allows you to have combos. So you could have yeah, yeah. a fire and water deck and attach a water energy to a fire-type Pokemon and still do certain attacks. So it, it's really right. interesting the way things work. With the trainer cards, the, the items, you can use as many items in a single turn as you want. You can only use one supporter per turn, and you can only have one stadium on the field at any given time. So if you play another one, it replaces yeah. one. So that's, so that's my, your basic laydown. Those are the, the cards that you have yeah, when yeah. you start playing. So I, I haven't gotten a lot of the new cards yet playing back into it because you got to earn and yeah. you got to work towards it. But I know when I was first starting out, my favorite, and they actually sold a deck, but you know, you always change the booster decks you get. Oh, it yeah. Was, you, you get your starter deck and then you, yeah. then you change you it up toy a little with bit. It, but this was Psychic and Lightning. Now, oh, yeah. When you're Psychic doing, and Lightning was really fun. Yeah. And when you're doing a two element deck like that, you need to burn through the deck because you can't put the lightning on the psychic. You can't put the psychic on the lightning. I mean, so you, you can, need, but not only that type because you need usually right, at least one to two of the, the same type of energy. So you really have to draw. And I yeah, think that's where you're you getting, gotta, getting at is drawing cards is like the entire point of the game. <laughs> 
And and at some point you got to balance because if you draw them all, you lose, right? You know, and yeah. you're you're just fucking out. And there's a couple ways of winning. That one is getting all your prize cards by so knocking you out an opponent's you Pokemon. You start with six prize cards, and yep. like you said, you can draw all your prize cards, and you get those by knocking out Pokemon. Now, depending on the Pokemon, if there's an EX, there's GX, there's a Type V now. There's the tag team. And depending on the special typing, it could let you draw more than one prize card. But generally, if it's a standard Pokemon card, yeah. you get one prize card for each Pokemon you knock out. So, so you gotta get the all other six. way. The other way you could win is by knocking out all of the Pokemon. If they have no bench Pokemon to draw from and you knock out that Pokemon, you'll win the game. Yep. Then, and then the other way is if your opponent attempts to draw a card and they have none in their deck, they lose. Yep. It, it, it's a, over. Now, there have been other ways to win. Yeah, there have been um, special cards that, you know, if most of those certain things been, happen, but they're either like yeah. promo cards or specialty cards that aren't actually legal to play in a deck. Right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I was talking to you earlier about there. There's one they made. It was blank Pikachu, blanks Pikachu, and you wrote mm-hmm. your name on it. And if it's your birthday, like you, you fucking you win. You play or something. it, you win. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy shit like that. So the basic layout. So for a basic round of the Pokemon trading card game, each player draws seven cards. You play at least one basic Pokemon in your active spot. And then you can put as many from basic Pokemon onto your bench. Your bench is kind of, think of like the Pokemon games where you have Pokeballs, you have six. You can have up to five on your bench with one in play. So you can have and, a team of six. And unless you get a special card that lets you have have hold up to more. Eight, yeah, <laughs> something like that, yeah. But basic, basic play. So you can have up to five in play and one active. You know... This, this is what I never understood about the Pokemon games, because I'm always just like, you know, have you seen my fucking book bag? You know how many fucking Pokeballs I could fit back there? It was way more than six, man. Come on. Give me a it's break. Just, it's the rules of the league, okay? So you start your turn. You play that out. Each player does that. Then whoever gets to go first via a coin flip may play any number of item cards, unless it specifically says you can't. You may play one energy card per turn, and then you pass your turn. Because your first turn, you're not allowed to attack. And it's to to add some fairness. So if you go first, you can't attack first. If well, you go if, second, yeah. you can attack the same yeah. turn. So you can do all the same stuff. You go second. And that's really where it goes. The base rules of the, the, the game is just follow the instructions on the card. Do what the, the attacks say to do. And... Try and to if knock the out instructions your on the card are a little bit confusing and don't really make sense, you just flip the table. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw this uh, this this YouTube video of that happening. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're playing on your computer, then you flip the yeah, computer. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's it. Take all the prize cards it's- to win. Knock out all the po- the the Pokemon. And if your opponent has no cards in their deck at the beginning of their turn, so in in the middle of your turn, if something says to draw and you have nothing, you're fine. It's only at the right. beginning of your turn. So yeah, you, you and, set everything uh, up. And so- each deck has to be. It must be sixty cards. No more. No less. Now that's Which is a fluctuated li- over the years, hasn't it? It depends on the the format, but for Pokemon, it's sixty. Whereas, like I know Magic, you there depending on the format, you can have forty, you could have sixty, you can have more than sixty, but sixty is the minimum. So it just depends on the format that you're playing. Right, right, yeah. I mean, it's it was such a it was such a fun game. Like it, 
fucking occupied, you know, so much of that childhood span. And it's it's not my personal favorite collectible card game. You know, it's not the one I preferred to play. It's not I didn't even stick with it. After a while, I just started playing other ones that I liked mm-hmm. better. I don't know if I, I perceived them as more mature and I'm getting older. I don't play those kid games anymore, <laughs> but it, it yeah, was I something. Think you know? Everybody in our generation, I shouldn't say everybody, but most of our generation where it was really big for us when we were kids, we fell out of it for a few years. And now that we're adults, we're getting back into it. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. more common. This is something fun to play, you know? And it is. And going back to it and playing it, like, it can be really frustrating at times if you get really bad draws or, you know, it. But the game itself is just very enjoyable, very fun to play, and it's it's so simple. You know, each turn is literally draw a card, put Pokemon down, evolve them, attach your energy, play your trainers, uh, you can retreat, you know, and switch out your Pokemon if you want to, use abilities, attack, and then your turn's over. Like, that is the yeah. entire phase. There, there's nothing super crazy, there's no, there, there's not a, a stack and an order of things that you have to do stuff in. Once you attack, your turn's over, now it's your opponent's turn. And it's and, so and, wonderfully you know, simple. those broken cards that let you burn through your deck in an instant, <laughs> or even there were some that help you burn through your opponent's deck. Oh yeah, you know, oh yeah. Force, some that help you force your discards. discard pile back into your deck so that you're not burning through your deck and i think one of my my favorite style of deck that i've i've seen recently in watching some of the the tournaments and some of the meta game stuff that's going on actually is a deck like that and it uses it doesn't use a lot of like your crazy ex and gx and tag team and super powerful cards it uses a an excadrill that one fighting energy allows you to put four cards from your graveyard back into your graveyard thinking magic the gathering from your discard pile (laughs) pile. into your deck and that's the end of your turn but what happens is you literally lock your opponent out of getting any good cards being able to play anything or do anything and it blows my mind how effective something like that actually is and how in depth you know with magic i'm used to that crazy you know, turns and you can take infinite turns or you can lock your opponent out of being able to play mana and do certain things. But with Pokemon growing up, there there weren't that there wasn't this deck like that. You know, your deck was, okay, I gotta hit them as hard and fast as possible, and then it's their turn, and they do the same thing. But now you have all these different abilities and being able to draw through. I think the the tournament I was watching, one guy had literally 20 cards in his hand. Because that's one thing with this uh, trading card game, is there's no hand limit, which is very different from a lot of others. So it can get really obnoxious where you have almost your entire deck in your hand. Yeah. So what um what were some of your favorite cards then? Oh man, so if if we go all the way back, obviously we we talked about the Charizard, but I really liked just design wise the the ancient Mew was always yeah. really cool. You you know I've been I've been talking about how much how cool those <laughs> ones are. Just the, oh, the yeah. Mew ones and the Mewtwo ones in general, and it, you know in in the video games they really weren't even the best to use all the time and they really weren't the best to use on the cards all the time either Mm -hmm. when you break down the art style there are a lot more pokemon i love the artwork and oh yeah cards for some of those i think are older cards in the game oh yeah (laughs) i was actually just looking through uh a couple old binders i had and some of the art is just gorgeous and it's beautiful and i yeah i think some of my favorite 
art on the cards is art that tells a story. So take, for example, there's a Tepig uh, evolution train where you have Incinnabor as the final. And there's a series of evolutions that it has where it's a, fi- a family, a, a little boy who has this Tepig. And then the next evolution, he has a wife and he has that evolution and they have two kids. And in the Incinnabor, he and his wife are grown up and his kids are adults and they have a kid. So it's like watching this Pokemon grow up with a family and they, it tells a story in fucking Pokemon cards. And I love it. I absolutely love it. It's just going to be in a museum in 30 or in a hundred years. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I think some of my favorite designs, you know, they keep upping themselves and doing better and better and crazier and crazier with some of the art and the full art and the rainbow and the borderless cards. So like the new V and the V Max cards are just absolutely gorgeous with their foiling, with the art style that's on them, the color combos. It really is. But they're just beautiful, beautiful cards. And honestly, like I have a... I think it's it's a Mega Blastoise EX that I got out of a pack a couple years ago, and it's just a beautiful piece. Like, honestly, you could frame it, put it on your wall, and it would just be a really cool piece of art. You know, and and this is the only version of Magikarp that can actually be useful in in the card game, where some of the Magikarp they have are actually really fucking useful. (laughs) And the artwork's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Especially after he turns into Gyarados and shit, you know? But yeah, that's, I mean, that's Pokemon, man. That, that that's, was... that's Pokemon, the trading card game. You know, it, it was just a huge part of our childhood. We're super excited to start with this and go down this rabbit hole. Over the next yeah, couple of weeks, it, we're going to dive the, into... For me, it's the first, you know, yeah. that's the first trading card game I ever played. It's not the first to release, but it's the first one we got into because of the Pokemon, yeah. you know, cartoon and it, the Pokemon game. It started game. with that. You remember with the, the fucking bus going down and the Pokemon were on the bus, that commercial, that very first fucking <laughs> yeah. Pokemon commercial and all the Pokemon are getting on and off or whatever the bus. Mm-hmm. It, like that, that got you fucking hyped, man. Mm-hmm. You knew shit was coming. You knew a card game was coming. You knew a, a TV show was coming and we didn't know what anime really was yet so much but we it, it introduced it, it, it us started it started us to essentially where we're at now and i i yeah i love it so there you that's have a, it guys that's a great that's, one to start with i mean we could keep going on about it we but, could I we mean, could a, but we don't we don't have time for that. <laughs> that ain't nobody got time for that because <laughs> there that's are so many strategies in, yeah. in this game especially compared to what they're used to be and you know if you look at the the rule book and the glossary there are so many different variant types of cards that have different rules now and it blows my mind <laughs> so go and check it out go and play the game you can download it's it for free, free. 100 yeah. free they give you a couple decks to play with and you can unlock cards in the game for free and every yep. pack you, of pokemon cards that you buy and you comes with a code tokens. yeah you can use so, codes from buying decks they just did a big release last year with the sword and shield that was super cool yeah and they just um, released another new one and they've got another one coming up i think in june so and that that box set it came with a coin that was actually made of fucking metal you know yeah. it's actually a coin <laughs> it was really so, cool and these boxes like some of them can get super expensive but you kind of get your money's worth if you go out through it and then go price by price f- through the cards that you get mm-hmm. you you pretty much make your money back on when, oh, when yeah. you buy it 
So, but if you guys have some favorite cards, if you have a favorite type of deck, if we missed something or got something wrong, call us the fuck There's out. There's so much to fit in, so there we, was. Will, we will have missed something. Let us know. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, email 2dap2020 at gmail.com. And you, of course, Message can, in a bottle. I mean, we might not, we might not get it, but somebody will. <laughs> And maybe they'll email us. <laughs> so, and in the next song. two weeks, we are going to be diving down into the Yu-Gi-Oh card game and yes. talking about that a little more in depth. <laughs> that one's really, really fun as well. Another one that we played, it was kind of an evolution, you know, going from Pokemon to Yu-Gi-Oh, because that was the, the bigger kids game. So I actually, <laughs> I was backwards. I started Dragon Ball Z first and then oh, went that's, into Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. See, I went, I went and, Yu-Gi-Oh into Dragon Ball, so... But I didn't collect physically Yu-Gi-Oh because they had so many cool video games you could oh, play yeah. oh, on yeah. it. And but so I played so many of those. This is for a conversation in two weeks' time. Right, right. Not, Thank you so yeah. much, guys. Please <laughs> rate, review, and as always, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. And, and as always, we love you all.